All right, all right, all right. Big unit checking in. This is the uh, big appendage, <laughs> formerly oh formerly known as the big deal. There's children in the room. <laughs> yeah, but they're my children. They're well used to it. They're used to this sort of thing. <laughs> all right. You're, I understand you're starting off the first topic because you ambushed me and... That's you want long me and to short of th- all right. I mean, you're gonna put this on me. I was looking forward to starting first topic all day. So well, just- I mean, you can definitely have the first topic. I mean, I just thought I would set the tone because I know it's been raining a lot here lately in Burbank. It's been a bit dreary out, you know, bleak even. I mean, it's been good for me because you know me being out in the field all day, I get a little, <laughs> again a little break from you know the heat here in sunny Cal California. But you know. People are complaining about this, and <laughs> they're talking out of both sides of their mouth because these are the same types that are always worried about the droughts, that sort of thing. Pansies. That's, I like to call those folks pansies. Right. <laughs> and, you know, these are the types of people, rain, rain, go away, come again another day. But, so they thought. <laughs> but that's, you know, my take when it comes to the rain is always like, hey, man, uh, <laughs> don't hate the player hate the rain sort of thing. <laughs> all right, get on with it, Rainmaker. All right, get so... On with, get on with it, Chief Rainmaker. All right, so... Here's the first topic I have for you. What is your last resort profession? Last resort? So, if you want, I can give you mine as an example so you have some context. Give me yours. Uh, but, uh, all right, so, for I'm me, the, all right, if all else fails, and somehow I'm not able to put, you know, my... My education to use in any way. I'm gonna get it, buckle down, get in shape, and become a corrupt cop. Now this is gonna be fun for a lot of reasons. Like, first of all, oh god, women love a man in uniform. <laughs> men love a man in uniform. I love a woman in uniform, but I, that's a story. Men like men, women in uniform. Yeah, I mean, and also. Woman like it's a natural turn. Woman on. in uniform. Uniforms are just a turn on for all genders. Uniforms just go all around. They're even for animals. Uniforms for don't see gender. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna have a dopington cop uni that I'm gonna be rocking. I can shake <laughs> punks down for for their their spare drugs and and beer. I'll never, <laughs> buy, never have to buy drugs or beer again. Ever again. Or pretty much anything, you know, I'll have the bombest drugs. I have a whole locker full of them. Yeah, some people call it. P.O. Box, probably. No, no you probably go P.O. Box. Some people you call it evidence your, dude, locker. You, dude, that's you my private kind of stash. Dude, do you mean the kind of guy who keeps your own stash in a P.O. Box? Are P. Can you go P.O. Boxes for storage? Like, can you just order off a P.O. box and just use them for your own storage? So what you mean? No one's the wiser. You're not even ordering any Amazon Prime there or anything. Nope. No one. No You're one just, knows. It's just a. It's just a storage unit that you've you kind of like christened yourself as a P.O. box. Like you can kind of make anything a P.O. box if you're not trying to get orders to it. Uh, what is exactly a P.O. box? That's a different topic for a different day. A, P- a P.O. box? All right, let's switch over to P.O. box. Well, no, let's hear what your last resort profession is. I would work at, at it. I would be like one of the guys that lo- unlocks P.O. boxes. Oh. 
Oh. Like the super high class PO boxes, you know, like the it guys like that, you've given like a bank man, like a big bank manager, like one of those yeah. guys who like works Safety as a deposit PO box, like some sort of like old school bank in Manhattan that yep. like only like real like blue blood aristocrats are at, and I'm like the kind and of you're guy, the key man. and I'm the key man for all the PO are. I guess they're not technically P.O. boxes, but they're the same. They're like bank. Same they're like P.O. boxes if they're if banks had P.O. boxes. I mean, and this isn't necessarily they're like you like P.O. boxes because you want those fat tips that you're gonna. Oh get yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, that's where you got oh, your yeah. heart set on. This is like Upper or Lower East Side, whichever one's more blue blooded, whichever sewers are running bluer with blood. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes, of course yeah. I know. Yes. And uh, so I like just like rubbing shoulders and just the tips, you know, it's like, who am I? Like, what am I dealing blackjack in the MGM Grand or something? Or am I at Chase Manhattan at second and 36? Jimmy in an open P.O. box. Safety deposit. Just helping, just helping Jim, Jim Brown. How about a couple guys gain access to their boxes? Help it. Just I'm kind of an access guy. Yeah, I mean, you hand the key to them. Let no, them. no. The thing is, that it's a double key situation oh. because they can't open their box without me. Lock and key situation. Boom. Barrier to entry. Absolutely, that's great <laughs> stuff. Oh uh, yeah, that's right, actually. I'm, I might yeah. have to change my answer. What's your answer? Are you go? Are you going with the PO box guy? I might have to because I, I want those fat tips. I want to get my hands on some blue blood tip action. But then again, I could pull over Blue Bloods as a corrupt cop. Yeah. They're kind of paint Dude, off. We could. <laughs> what I could do. Yeah. Is I could how, tell how you. How are you going to factor in? I could tell. <laughs> because I know the, when when these aristocrats are, are, leaving, the are, yeah. <laughs> are leaving my enormous yeah. vaulted bank. Hey, maybe you have a few drinks with these guys. You've you've become friends with a couple of these guys. You know, maybe you're maybe you're having a few cocktails with them. You know, uh oh, all of a sudden, John Mayflower has had five drinks, and now he's getting behind the wheel. First of all, it's it's advantageous to you because the more they drink, the fatter those sweet tips are going to be. Second of all, now all of a sudden, I'm I'm flashing red salvating. <laughs> I'm chomping at the bit. You give me a hot tip. You know, I, I'm flashing reds and blues on these blue bloods. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, black and whites are rolling up. Yeah. Or is that the reds and blues? Ooh. Sorry, <laughs> Which blue is blood. It? Sorry, blue blood. Both. Listen here. It's both, asshole. <laughs> Listen here. No, give me that sum of money. <laughs> Give me, did you say? Or else I'll, or else I'll write you up. Or else I'm gonna write your ass up. <laughs> you, you can't have another DUI the Mayflower. The perfect, you're gonna lose your the job. perfect score. It's the perfect score. score. And then you know, uh, they'll let them be on their way. But so it looks. On like your way, you, there you go, aristocrat. I'm glad that our last resort <laughs> professions are. We're already doing some synergy, criminal, some back channeling, back channel cr- criminal activity. So we're gonna we're gonna mesh up even if even if that is the case. People are uh, the dust has settled here a little bit with our president elect, but not really. People are still well up in arms. People are still you know in disbelief over this guy. I'm talking, of course, elect Donald Trump. People can't believe that this person of all people 
You, I've I'm going to say people again. I'm going to say people. I've you know? heard that people are, some people have complained about being in agony over it. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, Trump, he's a, he's a bigger man, and he's stepping on people's toes, literally. Quite oh literally. <laughs> He's stepping on people's toes. Yes, that's from what I've heard. He's not white. That's, he's not he's, a white man. But the, the the city dwellers of Manhattan are getting. <laughs> <laughs> they got bruised toenails. Yes. <laughs> There's blood filled. To, their toenails yeah. are popping. Or bur- bur- about to burst with yeah. blood blisters. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking Trump here, and you know he's wearing cleats. He's a steel toe. Oh yeah, like kind of a dressier, cle- like a dressier, very cleat. dressed up cleat, <laughs> a formal cleat, like the kind of cleat that you can wear on the go- on, right. wear on the track. That's a slang term for a golf course. Right, all you guys don't you know that. So when you're out there having cigars with your buddies, you know, <laughs> spiking up the and greens, then, a and then bit. you don't have time. I don't. You don't have time to switch out of your clothes <laughs> at, in the clubhouse. Nope. So you're gonna go and, out on the town. And, and let's say you you're in your helicopter. And you forgot your even you remembered your suit obviously, but you forgot your uh, you forgot your your your, your, footwear. your, 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 your footwear yeah your formal footwear and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, no. but but hey worry not worry not those those all spikes p- those spikes you're wearing on the on the track with your buddies they're all purpose they're boardroom they're boardroom ready all purpose spikes <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the kind of that's the kind of footwear Donald Trump these wears. things are these things are certified boardroom ready he's always got a plan okay so. Basically, where I'm going with all this is people are in, you know, utter disbelief that a guy like this could become commander in chief. So that's got me thinking if, you know, if this is so, quote unquote, improbable, then anybody, you know, with a little bit of notoriety could become president. So if you had your choice, you know, to try to make America great again, you know, who are you going who are you going to put at the helm here? And, I, you know, this is. I know this is a lot to throw on you all at once, but I wanted to get your knee jerk on this. I don't want you deliberating because you're going to come up with some type of I'm pompous gonna... answer if you get time to deliberate. All right. So let's hear knee jerk on this, pal. Knee jerk. All right. Um, what was the uh, – I'm going to pick um, – what was that movie uh, – I'm going to pick – can I pick a character in a movie? Yeah, characters are, f- are fully allowed here. Um, I am going to pick, um, Jim Carrey Ooh. in, in, uh, what's the, <laughs> Yes Man? Is that Oh, the- Yes <laughs> Man. <laughs> yes. That so is. my, my like plan this with this already. president is I would become very good friends with him. Absolutely. Way before he's president. Naturally. Yeah. And this... I don't. There's some sort of magic spell on this Jim Carrey. I don't remember his name. I think he might just. I'm gonna look up. His, I, he just adopts a policy. If I remember correctly, he just. You know, he's he's um his 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 place of business. He's he's a banker, and it, he's in charge of you know setting up loans and whatnot. And because of that. You know, he became very stringent, very staunch. So he became very akin to saying no. So his name's Carl. Carl. No last name on him. Yeah. That's how they do it. But yeah. um, he adopts this and policy. You know, he meets he meets a very enchanting Zoe Deschanel. And she's, you know, very loosey-goosey, granola crunchy. And she's a yes kind of gal. So, you know, in, in an I, attempt gonna, to pursue her, he hey, just starts saying hey, yes all the time. No spells. I'm just giving background. I'm going to go ahead. I can jump that. in. He fell under the... The stupor of a, of a cult leader. <laughs> oh. 
And <laughs> regardless, How did I regardless, that? somehow during this the election process, he this doesn't get found out, even though he's like saying yes to everything. But like people don't notice because everyone's like so like oh he said yes already. Like it doesn't matter what he says. I already heard. I already heard what I want. Yeah, he's surrounding America with yes men, and the the yes men in that sense is him. Ooh, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I believe might be the basis of the movie where that movie got its name, and that's what you call flipping so the script. I would be boys with him. I would be vice president because I would have asked him like when I was like three years old after he'd already because this has started young. This whole cult thing, you know. Yeah, you, you get you were as soon as, he, young, as soon as he could walk, he was young. already a yes man. He was already in the yes man troop, you know. Yeah, and I had already been groomed. And I sort foresaw of this as a, <laughs> as a young child. And uh, I I took it. I was like, "Yo, make me VP when it happens." That's it. I mean, people say hindsight's twenty twenty, but foresight. 10-20. And then VP I don't know, is kind of like the most prestigious job because you get to sit in the Senate with your big guy. You, you're basically like the king of the Senate or the House. You're the king of one of them? Yeah. Both and or both. So like that's kind of your roost and like you kind of like I would be like a strict <laughs> teacher in like I would like I would have a ruler. Hickory that, stick. Yeah, hickory stick. Like my fucking courtroom, my room would be fucking silent at all times. <laughs> okay? And I wouldn't, I would I would only let the guys I liked talk. I'd be like, filibuster's over, buddy. <laughs> Keep it moving. I'm bringing, bring on uh, my buddy Roy, Roy Holiday. Ooh, Holiday. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a congressman in Texas. Ooh, so you're gonna kind of have you're gonna bring a little bit of a fascist. I, I appointed him to this. You know, you're gonna be able to like. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're gonna be able to get glad you're just figuring that you're out. Gonna okay. get, you're gonna be able to get your fash on, you know, hickory stick and all. And when people are bringing you into question, you know, because they're, you know, oh, he's just a VP. Uh, guess what, pal? You know, your president, your POTUS, he's a yes man. And guess who made him that way? Guess who's the hardest person for him to say no to? Uh, his best friend since three years old. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Right. Good luck, right. Senate. All right. Enough about Carl, the yes man for president. Who's who's your who's your pick? Okay. Here's my pick, and I'm glad you picked a character because I'm going for a bit of a character, real person hybrid here. So my pick, and I'm going to be completely candid with you. I, I, this isn't coming off the cuff. I've I've given this hours of thought. I mean, it was your topic, right? And you ambushed me. With yeah. It. So my pick is saboteur. <laughs> is a fellow by the fellow by the name of Jeremy Renner. Now, ninety percent of this stems from you know his turn as a Boston street tough and you know the the Aflac vehicle, the town. But I'm not going to just count that because he, you know this guy is a very well rounded actor and he's also a bit of a crooner. I'm not little known fact: this boy can sing. He's got pipes, but. But, like I said, the majority of this stems from, you know, that dope role that he portrays in the aforementioned town. So, here's why. So, when him and Aflac are discussing their final job, you know, the final score before they both get out of the game and they put the whole fucking town in their rear view, he says something along the lines of, I'm not going back to prison and if 
if push comes to shove, Dude, that's not how he talks. I'm gonna settle fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna settle the court, and I'm gonna settle the court in the streets. He's gonna settle court in the streets. And, you know, and Hold on, for he's going to settle courts in the streets. Correct, okay. correct. Right. For that, thank you for that translation. And. He keeps his word on this, you know. That you know, shit hits the fan. The cops start blasting on his ass, and they say, "Hey, come out with your hands up!" And he gives him a very, a very, very concise "fuck you," and he proceeds to, you know, drink a, a, a cola out of a trash can, and he goes out and he he settles courts in the streets. <laughs> and so I love this concept because not only do I think our court system needs to be more transparent, i.e., let's put these things in the streets. <laughs> But let's get the the Senate in the streets. Let's settle Senate in the streets. Let's put no. the, the House of Rep. Let's I'm, settle that in the streets. I'm, I'm, as the king of this, as VP king of the Senate, I'm highly against that. <laughs> there goes my cushy palace, my Senate palace. Hey, this is that was, that's your fantasy. This is my fantasy. Oh, and in God. said fantasy, I don't even need to be boys with Renner because this is going to be great for the whole country. We're settling caught in the streets. With the the <laughs> Supreme Court. Hey, forget all this back channeling. It's in the streets. Now. Anybody, <laughs> so, anybody can. Wait, so, where are they? Are they setting up in like a cul-de-sac area, or yeah? I mean, that's, are they just disrupting traffic? Like, you, are they are they shutting down an entire block? No, come on, man, you know me better than that. These in, are going to be in, in Georgetown. These are going to be in suburban cul-de-sacs <laughs> with minimal traffic, but all come one, come all sort of deal. And another thing I like about Renner in this situation, more you know, more so his character in the town, is you know he's. Um, for me, a big thing that I want on my president is to be, you know, very, very focused on higher education and making that accessible. And in this movie, he's so focused on college that he shoots a gang member, a enemy gang member in the knee. And then rather than being like, ha ha, like this gang member is not going to be able to push drugs anymore. No more Oxycontin for this gang member. Instead, <laughs> instead he goes, he shoots him in the knee and he goes, uh oh, there goes college soccer. So you know, you know he's worried about fucking soccer scholarships. That's where his brain goes. He's worried. He's about an education. education. <laughs> he's an education-oriented kind of guy. Oh, I see. So that's his platform. There you go. That in so, the streets. So that's. So, but like, as an education guy and a streets guy, like, is he, like, is he going to push higher education or more of like a school of hard knocks type approach to learning? I think what he's street learning. What I think is he's going to be able to maximize everybody's skill set because you got the street smart kind of guys, and then you got the book smart kind of losers. But like, <laughs> but like, he's not gonna you know chastise you just for being book smart. If you're book smart, go to your Ivy Leagues, go to your fucking Harvard, you know, do whatever you have to do. But if you are, you know, a street smart kind of like, you know, kind of like us kind of guys, like a bit like us. <laughs> Uh, then, you know, he's going to have Grif- this grifter types like us. He's going to have this school of hard knocks that you so eloquently s- described. And it's going to be beautiful. And everybody's going to get their fair shake. And that's the kind of America I want. And that's all I have to say. So with, with that being said, feel free to jump into your first topic. All right. So my I got a little it's called a game. I, I, my topic is a game. So uh, it's this game where, like, I present three <laughs> options Ooh, and you like have that. to choose one of the options to do for your entire life one of the options to never do and the and one of the options to do once 
and like really get like do it to like the fullest and get like a big like endorphin rush out of it. Ooh. <laughs> so those are your three. I'm going to present three options. All right. Can I just say very quickly that I know you think you invented this game, but I think I've heard of this before. Isn't this the whole uh, do one, never do one, do one <laughs> once to the fullest extent with endorphin yeah, type I, rush? I think that's the viral name for it. But wait, can you, can you just go over the third option again, really quick, just so um, which one? The the the, the you know the the most complex one. Uh, so you do it once, just once to the fullest with, to gain an endorphin like rush. Ooh. Is adrenaline on the table at all, or are we talking strictly endorphins here? Strictly dopamine and serotonin. Serotonin. Ooh, okay. I'm in. I'm in. Let, hit me. All with right. It. Hit me with the options. I'm excited now. So the topics are jobs that end with hand. Ooh. So there's only three. I. I, I mean, I try. Oh, I could. I really tried to think of a fourth. Couldn't come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> This naturally calls for a fourth, but that just yeah. goes to show you. No, but I'm telling you, like, this topic is there's but three options. Ooh. Okay, bud. Okay, don't start Don't start framing, framing up a storm over there because <laughs> there's only three. I won't try to interject any of my uh, propaganda. So, deckhand, stagehand, farmhand. Go. Okay, so that's easy. I am going to... <laughs> permanently install myself as a deckhand because you know me i i long for a life at sea <laughs> i mean that to me sounds that to me sounds un, unreal <laughs> farmhand i'm gonna go ahead and ca- I mean, ca- cast that one away because right now i i am a farmhand more or less i'm a glorified farmhand <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. And and uh, I'll tell you what, pal, <laughs> it's not so great. It's definitely <laughs> not all it's it's cracked up to be. And then, of course, I'm going to go stagehand because you know if you're at if you're at the helm of, of an action packed show, whether it be on Broadway or just in your local theater, it's going to you know you're. You're, as a stagehand, responsible to make this whole thing run. Of course you're not going to get the same credit. Nobody's throwing roses at your feet at the end of this thing. But all of those actors are going to come off and know that this thing doesn't happen without you. And, oh, God, just the thought of that gives me a rush. (laughs) I'm already getting a bit of an endorphin rush. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, hey, man, hey, hey, thanks for just bringing this to the table for me because I'm already kind of getting off on it. Um... All right, so... Do you have an answer for... This uh, is pretty... Ob- the Obviously, for the Lifetime one, I'm obviously choosing Farmhand. Uh, I would work at a Cranberry Bog. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that was on the table. the Farmhand lifestyle there is like, you're the guy roping in the cranberries, <laughs> getting him to see... Seeing him shoot up every Thanksgiving, getting, getting to see those cranberries shoot up into the air into a nice bushel. Dude. Let them let them amass in a big old bushel, bunch of bunch of red cranberries, and I would be the kind of guy like people don't eat raw cranberries, but like I would be like like the balling out like all like the cool farmhands like you eat them like it's a rite of passage Ooh. as like you know like it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like a blood brothers thing like I think that's part of it like I think you soak cranberries in blood. Your own blood, and then you all—they all pass them out for like party favors at like Thanksgiving dinner. So or no, I or maybe just the cranberry sauce is fully soaked in blood at 
Congeal, at the dinner. Congealed blood. Yeah. That of everyone. It's a mixed a mixture of all types. So you're saying No types are discri- we're not discriminating to any types. You're saying Except, that, for, except for fucking B. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that the fraternity of Bog brothers, if you will, is so tight knit that I mean not I mean I mean, because I foolishly when I casted a side farmhand, you know, so hastily, I didn't say I didn't. Spe- I didn't. I should have I, said bog hand. That's, well, there was a fourth. That, it's on. All right, it's, I'm coming. I'm going clean. I'm going clean. Bog hand. There, but the, uh, bog hand was the fourth. Right, but you know it was a test. You're in a very strategically. Yeah, fucking, I failed and miserably. You fucking failed. Dude. Very strategically, you left bog hand off the table, and now, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. But in retrospect, I made a, a critical error because you know. Bogmen, I don't know too too much about the lifestyle, but I know that you know it's akin to being royalty. And now, and now <laughs> I mean, in that in certain circles, well, knowledgeable circles, <laughs> any type of circle that I would want to be part of. Uh, and now you're telling you're also telling me that on top of this, you know, status symbol that you have with these, you know. Immaculate Bogs, you're also telling me that there's this tight knit fraternity of Bog brothers who blood drinking cranberry. They, you you're you're consuming each other's hemoglobin in in an attempt to <laughs> to tighten this bond. And not only that, but better each other's health. Yeah, that's antioxidants up the wazoo. Oh, you better believe it, buddy. And I like to think that if you go all in on the Bog life, knowing you and just knowing your general skill set, that. People don't typically eat raw cranos, but they're going to get a little taste of yours. Maybe a little taste spiced up a little bog blood, little brother a little blood. vodka, obviously. I mean, that just goes Infused. without saying. It goes without saying. I didn't even have to mention that. You're going to throw a little K1 in those. Yeah. <laughs> of course I'm going to. I mean, of course I'm going to pop a little K1 before, you know. <laughs> pop in a little K1. Nothing, I mean, nothing to see here. Oh, God. Uh, that that right, just so sounds we're, delightful. We're hung up on farmhand. Uh, Next. So, obviously... Uh, number the one I want to do for the endorphin rush is obviously stagehand. Yes, because but I would have a different. I would be kind of like a prankster stagehand. That's where I would get my fucking rush. That's how you're gonna. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, and I would like kind of like I would like greet like guys I didn't like. You know, guys I had vendettas at. I would like you know like put a little Crisco and like Ooh. on their little you know how they have those little X mark the spots yes uh, and yes. also I'd like move those all over like put them <laughs> in the wrong spots and then I'd grease them up with Crisco it's like Woo! Ooh, you know yeah you know how slick Crisco gets Ooh, I don't don't <laughs> I ever and also my other move is uh I would do like an Apollo type thing like 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 whatever play I was in like I would. They would call me the shepherd because I would like have like the hook that they do at the Apollo Theater. Oh, and like if I just guys I didn't like it would be like guys who are having bad nights, yeah, well, supposedly. But it yep. would mostly be the guys I'm greasing up the Crisco spots yeah. for, <laughs> and I would just hook their ass off stage. <laughs> so you're telling me that's where I would get my sick thrills out of this. You're telling me you get to hand select, you know, people that you're not too fond of, and you're gonna you're gonna proceed to cane these boys out, but like. Instead of people being like, we gotta, we gotta fire this stagehand. He's he's gone no, rogue. No, people are they're gonna putting, be like, there goes the shepherd. I'm selling tickets, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're putting asses in seats, <laughs> yeah. and people are gonna be like, there goes the shepherd. He took that guy out. Must have been having a bad night. And good riddance to him. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
<laughs> like he's off the he's off the production. Like yes. understudy steps in immediately. Hey, you're getting your shot. That's the other thing when I hook him is like their understudy just immediately right. he fills seamlessly the void. fills, fills in. The void. Yeah. They've been trained <laughs> contemporaneously to just seamlessly fill in. And I know the type of guy it's you want. Art, it's kind of an art noir kind Ooh. of style. And people are going to see that and they're going to be like, ooh, that looks like a different person, but this is so artistic that I'm getting off on it. And little do they know, you as the stagehand, uh, you're, you're getting, very very much much. getting <laughs> off on it. Uh, so thirdly, uh, you're going to cast aside. Deckhand, I have no desire. I mean, that's where me and you just don't that's see That's just because, like, I'm not trying to get scurvy, dude. Like, I remember when you came down with it. Oh, God. Well, remember how miserable that was. Why do you always have to expose my personal <laughs> information on this thing, all right? Do you really think I want people knowing that I suffered from scurvy? That you were sucking on lemons for nine, <laughs> nine months straight? But I did you, – you, I, I, I don't want to throw too much shade because he did have to respect the way he did it because he did – he used to cut up the lemons, oh God. like in like a Godfather style oh thing. Oh God! Is that Godfather when he does the lemon and scares him with the lemon? Teeth? Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. That's that's where you got it from, because right. you're you're a dago and all. I'm a I'm a paisan. I'll admit it. Yeah, I'm gonna be the first to admit it. So that you got that move and you stuck to it. And people respected you for it. Right. They they, they didn't want to come too close because you looked like a weirdo and you had scurvy, which is – I'm pretty sure it's highly contagious. And But, like, people would get a little bit closer than they would have had you not done that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You better believe it, pal. And, you know, I was doing that move. I learned it from, you know, the late, great Marlon Brando. Another thing I picked up from him is I like to put cotton balls in my cheeks so I get that kind of aristocratic <laughs> Italian look about me that he, he wears so well. Uh, and also, I, I, I mean, I, I, I get the sense that this topic's coming to a, a close for you. Is, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So I do just also want to go on the record of a saying for, you know, I know my hordes of Italian fans. A lot of you guys are probably thinking, where does he get off not choosing a fellow Guinea for his choice as president? And trust me, it, I I want a president that ends in a vowel. And I'm not, you know, I know what you're thinking. What about Calvin Coolidge? I'm not counting that fucking poser motherfucker. Yeah, but you're a fucking Giuliani fan from what I know. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Giuliani. I mean, I don't know anything about his politics, but guess what? King of New York. He's the king of New York. I mean, if Cianci, I don't know what people know about this guy, Rhode Island guy. Rhode Island's a very prominent Italian culture. I'd love to go visit someday because uh, I, you know, yeah. be amongst some here's, of my own people here and yeah, here, here where we live, here we don't in get North Burbank. Yeah, we don't get a ton of. We don't get cell service up here. Nope. Uh, all right, so. I, I mean, I, of course, I have a fruitful list of topics here, but unfortunately, I'm currently roaming because, you, 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 I mean, I'm just not getting the bars that I need to get yeah, right now. I, and I, I, I I'm, I'm very low on data, and my dad's going to kill me if I <laughs> if, you go, if over I go over again. Again. <laughs> again. So what, what do you got for me? What do you got? All right. So I'm implementing a new uh, segment, and it's a movie segment. Ooh. It's called What's That About? Lovely. And I, I name a movie. You don't know the movie, which works well because – but you've seen pretty much every movie, so at this point, at the so, all right. So first movie about uh, um, first movie we're gonna do is for the segment. What's that about? Are you ready? Very ready. About Schmidt. What is that? What is about Schmidt about? 
It's about, a, I mean, I know it's a Jack Nicholson vehicle. I haven't seen it, but what it is about is it's about Schmidt, naturally. <laughs> but Schmidt is, he's, he's a Jewish man, and he speaks purely in Yiddish. But he's you, called, he called, have you, have you actually I seen haven't it? seen it. <laughs> no, all right. I've seen the trailer. Okay. So he's got Alzheimer's. That's the long That's, short of Ooh, it. okay. So it's about a character, you know. Schmidt. It's Schmidt. about Schmidt. The answer I was looking for was Schmidt. Okay. You missed. You totally. I blew it. You overthought I blew it. It. It, the, it. I was going to go with Schmidt as a schmuck. I was going to do a Yiddish meme. Oh. I was doing more of a Schmidt meme. It's just about Schmidt. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how I blew that. But all right. All right. All right get, move on. I'm sorry. I I, <laughs> I castrated right, your, that topic. It's your topic now. Oh, that was the that was the full extent of. <laughs> all right. So I just wanted to say about. I want to talk about about. I wanted to talk about about Schmidt. All right. Um, fair enough. So I think we covered it. Right. We know what it, all right. And I've been exposed now. I, I haven't seen every movie more, more so. About nine. It's more about Alzheimer's than Schmidt though. When you think about it. Yeah. But the whole, but it's mostly, it's like 90% Schmidt though. Well, the whole catch of it is Alzheimer's is obviously a degenerative memory disorder. So at the very core of the movie, it's about Schmidt. And at the very end, that's all you're left with is yeah. about Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> you're left with Schmidt. That's it. Um, You're not left with. I mean, I'm not saying he's. Uh, I'm not gonna make. Never, I was gonna say he's not a schmitty guy. All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for a little change of pace here on this one, and I want to talk about tycoons. Now, of course, when Ty Cobb, you say you want to talk about Ty Cobb, you know I could talk Ty Cobb. <laughs> if you want to talk, you want to talk a good old fashioned baseball player. That's we can talk player. Ty Cobb. I mean, unfortunately, I think he was a bit of a bigot. That's been exposed as of late. But, but boy, could he make a salad. Boy, could that guy. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to be like, boy, could he, boy, could he swing a bat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course he could. And he used to slide cleats up. Respectable. I mean, respectable. Movie. I mean. He used to barrel catchers. That, that's part of, you know. That's he was barrel chested, too. <laughs> Handsome guy. Barrel chested, he'd barrel catchers, <laughs> and he'd slide cleats up, and he'd smile doing it. <laughs> I mean, that's right, old time. Right. That's old time baseball, but that's yeah, a yeah. whole nother that's topic. Dead, that's dead ball era. Well, that's the real times of baseball. That's when baseball was great, right? I mean, that's when I was doing the majority of my spectators. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I watch most of the time. All right, All right but so I'm going to talk tycoons now. Of course, when you hear the buzzword tycoon, you're thinking oil. You're thinking, I don't know, salad. Um. Lettuce, lettuce tycoons, um, agriculture, <laughs> right? Monsanto owners, but of course, a very close third to agriculture, more so lettuce and oil tycoons. Of course, the third most prominent tycoon are roller coaster tycoons. Now these, now these men were truly, truly. Uh, you know, these guys are pure Americans. These roller coaster tycoons. And boy, boy, do I have nothing but nothing but affinity for these types of fellas. So I, you know, I just I wanted to, you know, kind of just like like pay tribute to these guys and and you know give them give them you know their their day in the sun. So I mean, people of course are going to assume I'm talking about the the video game. What video game? 
But that, I mean, that video game is a byproduct from the vibrant, thriving roller coaster tycoon industry. The influencers. Here in America. I mean, you're talking, we're talking, you know, big steel. And what is the natural progression of big steel? Let's build up large steel structures. Yeah. Uh, Atlas shrugged. Am I right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> they're big. They're, they they like steal in that movie. That movie steals the show. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> so so I mean I I know you're kind of like when it comes to Americana more so American innovators. You're very well versed. So you know I I kind of want to hear your take on you know the long since forgotten roller coaster tycoon. I mean, well, there's one. There's the God. Are you talking about the God? Are you, are you alluding to the Godfather of roller coasters? I was none other than Angus Wynn. <laughs> no relation to uh, the the uh, casino casino operator uh, Steve Wynn. This is this fellow is Angus Wynn. I mean, I'm okay. I'm blushing right now because you know Gus Wynn and he is the Godfather. <laughs> yes, he is Gus Wynn Jr. Of course, right? And the third. So. All right. What I like about Gus Wynn, okay, is you know where you got to start, right? You don't just jump into roller coasters. You don't just tycoon your way. Like, you, you have to tycoon in something else, and then it's more of a specialty tycooning area. You have to crawl before you walk. Exactly. You don't just jump into owning, uh, like, fast-moving, like, life-size Hot Wheel rides. Endorphin rushes. Endorphin rushing. A two-minute endorphin session, basically, is what you're selling. Death traps. Ooh. <laughs> you don't just jump into that. Okay. No. Um, do you know where you got to start? I do not. Well, he was a developer of malls. and then, Oh, God, that's beautiful. I don't know about you, but there's a bunch of ways to make money in this country. But the best one? Developing malls. You know? Because <laughs> you just build up a bunch of malls, okay? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then you lure in, you know, these masses of people with promises of soft pretzels and bonbons, <laughs> movies. JC Penny. JC Penny, um limited two eclairs, Ooh. you know? Ooh. For the ladies. A lids, obviously a lids. Got you. Got to have your headwear, right. like you, you said. Have it, your man. headwear looking good. So, and then what you do is you deliver on these promises. Of course. And then the masses stay. They stay for hours on end. Ooh. They spend spend money. They're pouring. They're putting money in your pocket <laughs> every which way. Whether it's through the bonbons, the soft pretzels, the uh, arcade, the uh, that the game where like the thing goes up and down. Yeah, and you try and get it on the on the arrow. You got the to bo- win the jackpot. <laughs> you got the boys in limited two, and you got the girls in Claire's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Abercrombie and shirtless, shirtless dudes. Ooh, cologne, cologne. You want to get that scent oh, of cologne? You, you spritz them with cologne. So they're like, I gotta stay in here. I gotta spend more money right. on cologne. And I mean, uh, God, that smells good. No, God, that cologne smells good. Oh, boy. <laughs> Boy, that cologne smells good. So that's what I that's what I like about uh, this. So then I don't know if you know he, this is the found, this this guy founded a little uh, a little chain called Six Flags. Okay, yeah, ever you, heard of it? <laughs> you want to know how many flags he started out with? I do. Six. It was a six. <laughs> it was a success from day one. He didn't have to. He went straight. Like he was just like well, I got. I have. I have probably. I have thirty six flags. Like I'm gonna open up six places. 
immediately in Texas. Yeah, that's what he did. And he's he gonna didn't think twice about it. He's like, I got the flags, I got the stuff, I got the <laughs> I got the steel. I ordered it from the guy from uh, Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, that that steel company. They're good. they make they make good stuff. And that he, the, yeah. And at first they were like, I don't know if we can give you all this steel, but guess what? He shrugged it off. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> He's an easygoing uh, Southern drawl type, you know. Ooh, he he doesn't get. He wears a cowboy hat to his meet in cowboy boots to meetings with spurs on them. A true and, piece and, of and then, like people who have really nice tables. He puts his feet up on the spurs, dig into them. <laughs> Those spurs could cut glass. <laughs> oh, they <laughs> hey, cut more than glass. They could cut skin. Ooh, 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 ooh. and he they can puncture a man's lung. <laughs> and they can tan your hide. Ooh, they're making out of hot stainless steel. <laughs> This is these things. You could be out in the rain for days, maybe weeks, and these things wouldn't get any rust on them. You're not gonna build any patina on these things. <laughs> no chance. No algae either. No barnacles. If you're hanging in the salt water, these things. These things are more than equipped for salt water. They're moist. <laughs> They're moist from the get go. They come moist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Southern gentleman, a true piece of Americana. This guy, true this piece guy. of ass, too. Ooh, you was handsome. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go there, but, I mean, uh, sometimes, like, uh, I, I, I fantasize about him in, not, in nothing but a pair of spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, is that, is that, do you have anything else? No, no, but uh, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Alright, I'm gonna run, I got a bunch of, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna stage a spray ambush interview. Sabotage is this Is this gotcha journalism is at it, its finest? Is this legal? <laughs> this is guerrilla, this is guerrilla journalism. Ooh. Like, it's strong like a guerrilla. <laughs> <laughs> It pun- it hits hard. It hits it hit hard. It hits hard, much like Donkey Kong, who is a gorilla. I'm pretty sure. Right? Of course, is Donkey Kong a gorilla, or is he just a uh, a, a chimpanzee, or an, or is he some or type of roided or- up donkey? <laughs> could be, be a donkey who stands on his on his haunches at all yeah, times. It's, it's a donkey that achieved such a level of strength, such but he's just of trying to blend that, in with, throw- his, with his with his boys. Right. All right. So these are the questions. This is, I think, this is the, the 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 most unanswerable question I can ask. You ready for it? I don't. This is gonna. I was born ready. This is gonna hit where it hurts, like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Not unlike why, Donkey Kong. Why, why do weird people do the weird things that they do? I mean, you're you're trying to pose this as unanswerable. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, pal. <laughs> tell me, tell me what the reason weirdos do weird things. <laughs> Is because <laughs> these guys are operating on a different wavelength than me and you. And when it rains, it pours. And for weirdos, they're so weird that they're not dealing in rain. They're dealing in hail. They're dealing in the weirdest of all weather occurrences, hail. So they're pelting you. They're pelting you with hail. And to them, that's the ultimate endorphin rush. So they're doing these weird things because, number one, it's all they know. And number two, hail. I lost Jet Hail. I lost Jet Hail. There's it's nothing. There's nothing it's stale an, about hail. It's, that's that's the answer. To be honest, I thought you were going to start rhyming a lot earlier in that answer. <laughs> that's all really right. all I got. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. It is to a certain right. extent. Um, that was pretty unanswerable. I'll give you credit. All right, this is another good. I have an. Uh, this is one of those ones where I already have an answer to it. 
So if you were a child molester who owned a liquor store, what would you name your liquor store? I would <laughs> – that's easy. I would name it uh, – I would, I would name it Big Deal and Sons. So people know the big deal is at the helm, and the fact that I have no children just goes to show that like I'm I'm dealing in children, hence the sons <laughs> aspect of it. So people know right through the get go. Hey, don't bring your children here, but if you do, you're gonna get a discount. <laughs> Good answer. That was better than I thought. Uh, you want to hear mine? Yes, I would call mine the statutory grape. <laughs> Statutory grape. Pretty, pretty self explanatory. Statutory grape wine and spirits. Yeah, wine and spirits. Yeah, it's a specialty <laughs> shop. It's a, we don't we don't serve like thirty racks and like party beer. You're not okay? gonna get natty ice You're at not the gonna, statutory grape. We don't we serve only we only serve one beer and it's Stella, okay? <laughs> it's imported. You serve Artois because that's the that's the beer for, of choice of any of any <laughs> self respecting pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it's official official beer of Nambla. I'm pretty sure. Ooh, Nambla. That's that's an organization I want nothing to do with. Is that is that? I don't your, like those guys over at Nambla. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, know. this might be a controversial take, but I don't want anything I, to do with those I, boys. Yeah, I don't want those. <laughs> you got to see what I did there. See what I did there. Those guys are not so much boys, okay? right? Well, no. See, I don't want anything to do with those boys, but those guys absolutely do. Over at Nambo, they want everything to do with those yes, boys, and hence, hence the problem, hence my problem with them. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're gonna move on from the pedophilia. That's a rabbit hole we don't want to go down. Um, I got another one. All right. Uh, where do blind people work? At the Braille factory. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm surprised you got that one. <laughs> All right. Um, and if you were wondering the factory's name, it's Bales, right, Bales when, of Braille. When I say, <laughs> when I say whose house, what do you you you, you respond with blank house? So right. Whose house? Uh. Jeremy Renner's house. <laughs> now, do do me. Can I explain myself on this one at no, all? But you got to do mine first. Okay, you got to go. Whose house? Whose house? Michael Crabtree house. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to explain myself now because you showed me up. All right. What I like to do with these interviews is I prepare like really good answers, and then you come up with nothing. But. You got you aced the Braille Factory one, so <laughs> I took the wind. I got, out of, yeah, I, got, I took the wind out of your sails on a, that that's one. That's a huge win. Yeah, then the, I'll you were projected. You were projected to do a lot to go worse. over. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, lastly, I sure hope because I'm I'm getting. I'm that's getting it. I'm gonna, the other ones aren't aren't that. Aren't They're not as good. nowhere. We'll save them. We'll save them. Yeah, we'll save them. All right, your your topic now. All right. Well. um... I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a, a a weekly segment that that we do here, and that's of course my my signature weekly section of what men do. This is what men do, and my topic for this installment of what men do. Have you, have you seen what these men are doing nowadays? 
Is is this what men do? This is what men do? This is what men have been reduced to doing? <laughs> Alright, what do men do this week? This week, what men do? And that is a very touchy subject, a very nuanced subject that you have to tread lightly with. Textured. But, <laughs> yes, very textured, if you will. But one that's all, all too important that we need to air out so people know what's acceptable for men to do and what's not, but I, it gets a bad rap all in all, and that's masturbating to people you know <laughs> via, oh via Facebook slash Instagram. So, of course, this is going to sound inherently pervy, inherently creepy, and, if, and it very much is in a lot of ways. And that's because... Are you a, are you a frequent... Uh... No, I'm not a frequent, but this is this, there's a thin, thin line here of what's acceptable and what's not. And when it comes to ma- masturbatory <laughs> Facebook sessions, you got to know what you're doing. you got to navigate these things with... A, 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 with care. With care, yeah, absolutely. And that's because if I was to... Why is that? If I was to log into Facebook right now and, you know... You know, cue up a rando hottie that I've pined for secretly and started going to town on myself, you know, uh, to her images. That's creepy. That is completely unacceptable. (laughs) Especially in the library where I've seen you do it. (laughs) Especially since I can't get internet access in my homestead. In that that rundown library. Right. It's a dingy library. And me and the librarian have a bit of an agreement, but I'm not going to get into that. Not any other patrons. No, I mean, I've had to, you know, do a fair share of you know, uh, small talk with her. Government cut its funding like three years back. Right, and I'm actually one of their biggest benefactors at this point, so they're not going to bat an eyelash (laughs) at anything that I do. But, that, like I said, just queuing up randos, very, very creepy. Now, what is entirely acceptable is if you're, you know, in the process of hooking up with with, you know, a beautiful young woman and you know that she's coming over later and you want to you know clean the pipe so to speak so you're able to put on a decent show for her and you want to you know get yourself excited get your loins fruitful yeah, your endorphins going for the, yeah, at the just the mere sight of her you're gonna want to you know log into her facebook maybe find you know a spring break vacay find a, a scantily clad all right I mean, offering. What I'm looking for is, you know, you know me. I'm looking for bare feet <laughs> in any way I can get them. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. And no, that's, but that's, I mean, that it totally changes what you're looking for, right? I mean, but that's on, just my personal taste. Facebook. I mean, hey, any pictures that they post are fair game if you're, you know, in the process of hooking up. Now, what I'm about to address next is a bit of a gray area. This is the, you know, the. <laughs> The ever, I don't know where you're going. The ever so the ever so elusive gray area, which is that if you were you currently in the process of courting a young woman and you're you're trying to like really get yourself pumped up, like am I I don't really feel like going out tonight, but I know so and so is gonna be at the bar that I'm going to and she's given me all the signs. You know, maybe we've swapped spit a little bit on the dance floor. Maybe we've grinded maybe it you out. Like Eskimo kissed her on the dance floor. Butterfly kisses, dude. I'm What's I go butterfly, butterfly before butterfly? Eskimo. Don't if you have to is that, ask is that when you both have butterfly bandages and you and, and you, you swap <laughs> That sounds kind of hot. Yes, that is exactly what it is. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> I, d- I did know that. I was, I was, I'm asking, surprised you had to ask. I'm surprised you had to ask. I didn't know that you knew it. Okay, fair enough. 
and you're trying to get yourself pumped up and, you know, get your head in the game to like, get out there and really, really, you know, proceed this, you know, you know, potential coitus prospect, you're going to want to, you know, get yourself your head in the game and you're going to really want to, you know, possibly, you know, treat yourself, at, you know, at the expense of her pictures. But why this is such a gray area is if you have no actual chance with this girl, you're just at that point you're just being gluttonous and you're you're committing the cardinal sin of basically, you know, cracking your stick to a rando. So you it's a very, very dangerous game when you haven't actually hooked up with the person yet. But you know, use judgment you know, do your best to, you know, be real with yourself. Do you actually have a chance at this person? Because that's really what it boils down to. And if you do, right. hey, fire away. All right, buddy. I'm gonna and this is what men well, do. I, I go for a very different type of woman than you do. Okay? I know. And I, that goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, come on. So what I do when I'm on Facebook and I'm trying to get my jollies, you know, mm-hmm. I don't even – I don't go for the – the the because the, the women I'm courting usually don't have Facebooks because they're they're like off the grid type. No, they're forty five fifty plus area like age wise. Those people tend to have Facebooks these days. They yeah, don't, but t- they don't know how to friend me on them. Oh, so nah, that makes sense. Kind of, that adds up. So they don't know how to accept a friend. You know, you know <laughs> they don't know how to do much on it. Their Facebook. They, is, there's yeah. not many pictures on their Facebook. Okay, <laughs> so I go for uh, like. High class like Dave Orsays Ooh. and um, two time like, Dave Orsays like Dave Orsays who live in towers with doormen specifically I and thought, widows. Yeah. I'm also into widows as well, and I mean that in the same way I mean Dave Orsays. Right. I'm not discriminant. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I do, I kind of have a, I, I have a sick rush. Like I'm a honeypot guy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to the filthy green riches of, of, of these <laughs> divorcees. Nice. And, uh, so what I do is like, I go to the ultimate, like I just go to Zuckerberg's page. <laughs> Zuckerberg's page. <laughs> like, cause he's the ultimate rich and he's on his site. So it's like, I'm connecting with the ulti rich guy. It's not a gay thing at all. All of a sudden you're rubbing it's a, elbows. It's a money. It's a, it's like, I'm, I, I feel like a billionaire. I'm juicing myself up before I'm out, out at the, out at the club getting, like a a salmon salad with with uh, with Gertrude, <laughs> you know. Next thing you know, you and Gertrude are stuffing down salmon next, salad. Next thing I know, we're in the back of her Buick, and my my, my shoes are off. They're, they're, <laughs> my, they're, my feet are in her mouth. It's you know, we're bumping uglies, knocking boots, kicking tires. You know. Yeah. So what you're saying is the divorcee game. It, it requires a very specific state of mind, and the way you're Facebook, it, you're way that's yeah. not even on my radar. <laughs> but they don't even know how. They don't. Even, a lot of them don't even know what Facebook is. So Facebook to you, you use merely I as a vehicle for Zuckerberg. Glorified Zuckerberg, exactly. right? Exactly. And then that gets you. <laughs> that that gets, gets you in the proper state of mind to exactly then proceed to hunt these. This very, very, you know, distinguished Rare. class of yeah, like like gals who wear like. Uh, you know, like skirts and suits and stuff. Pompadours. Pompadours. Like big uh, big hats. Ooh. Pantyhose. No, no. They wear those like pantyhose. You know what I'm mm. talking about? They look mm. like mashed. They look like, a, they look like they're trying to keep bugs off their legs. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's. So that's. You, I mean, I'm I, pretty sure I answered your question. 
buddy. I mean, it wasn't so much as a question as, as your take, but you, you've given your take very, very clearly. <laughs> I've spoken my piece, right, pal? And uh, I think Palo. I think that's uh, very pretty safe to say that's what men do. All right. So continuing on the uh, weekly segment of we didn't start the fire, where we uh, break down all the all. The st- the young current events and the dead people and stuff, and we didn't start the fire. Yes, absolutely. You remember that one, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Huge success, I think, with Liberace. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to top that. Mo- uh, Beethoven's boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mozart's boy. All right, so this the, the number two hitter in the we didn't start the fire lineup. <laughs> now batting. Is California baseball. <laughs> and he's like... Reagan, like California bait. I forget the line exactly. Hold on, I'm gonna so everyone remembers. Yeah, Give so he's up. all like he's all like Little Rock, Pastor Neck, Mickey Mantle, another baseball guy. Yep. Kerouac, Bud Nick, Zawalai, Bridge on the River Kwai, Lebanon, Charles Seagal, California baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. So yep, California baseball. Yeah, and then he's all like Starkweather homicide, Children of Thalidomide. I mean, that's stuff we're going to get into. We'll get into that later. We have later. plenty of time to unpack that. So anyway, I want to get into California baseball. Um, you know, I had a decent year last year with 32-21 and 21 overall, you know, like 16-10 and 10 home record. <laughs> you know, they just like – they didn't perform well against Duke in the opening in the opening <laughs> weekend. So this is college baseball that we're – Oh, no, I'm talking about – yeah, University – California Golden Bears. That's what California. That's Cal- yeah, yeah, that's Cal- that's California baseball. But, uh, UC Berkeley, ever heard of it? So I'm going to fill you in. Uh, there's a there's a junior right-hander, Dalton Jeffries. You know, he's been the, he's the Friday starter. That's the AKA in college baseball, it's ace of the staff. <laughs> that's yeah. the number know. one guy. He's been striking nine guys out every six innings. The guy's a handsome fella. <laughs> Ooh, is that ooh? Is that his likeness there? Oh, there he is. He's oh, a, you he, ain't lying. He's a tall. You ain't lying. He, he's a tall man. He's got. What does he stand at? He's got biceps like Thor. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, and look at those he's, traps. And this is—they're playing at home in this picture. He is glistening in the sun. <laughs> anyway, I mean, this guy—this guy's a sure. This guy's a sure first rounder. They say. He's got a mid nineties fastball. I mean, the guy is unbelievable. I don't know why they posted such a bad home record last year. <laughs> I mean, he's and also. I mean, I don't know if you heard about Ryan Mason. Uh, I mean, right? He's a right hander. He's a he's, a he's a young right hander, a vocal leader in the clubhouse, <laughs> locker room guy, Mason. Yeah, or maybe uh, you heard about the new cl- sophomore closer. No, I haven't. Eric Martinez. Supposed to, he chose he chose not to uh, use any C's in his name <laughs> because. Because That's just not classy. He's this guy's a this guy's a sinker baller, left hander. He's got a terrible K rate. He's <laughs> also he's a ground ball but guy. He, he's, he's also a not ball. a sinker baller. He kind of he's he's been he's been downright Craig Kimbrell esque. So I was wrong about the sinker baller thing. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a sinker baller in the sense that like when you face him, your average is what gonna, do you is going to sink? What do you think about them putting Devin Pearson in the two hole? I mean. <laughs> He led the team batting average last year at three fifty five. Remember that? Yeah. Well, the reason I'd say they're putting him in the tool is, is you know, is a, it's a protection move. He's he's protecting the the slugger of the squad, which is of course. Um, oh, oh wait, you're talking about uh, you're talking about senior Brian Selsey? 
Yeah, I'm talking so. left fielder, right fielder, first base combo player? <laughs> kind of a role player? Yeah, well, I mean, off the bench? They're trying to find he's any kind of spot a pinch for him. hit specialist? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a slugger more than anything. They'll put him anywhere. So I've actually heard this from an inside source up in Berkeley. They're, start, they, uh, they're refusing to use metal bats next year. They're trying to train their guys. They're trying to groom their guys for the league. <laughs> they're getting broke caliber players because of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for we didn't start the fire. Well, that's your California baseball. Yeah, I mean, you didn't know anything about California baseball. Yeah, but I mean, I... All right. I, All I, right. I, Speak your piece. I figured when... Um, when what this lyric to me meant when I thought what what I thought California baseball was alluding to was the fact that you know here out in in Cali the humidity levels are are palpable these <laughs> things the and the humidity has a tendency to seep into these baseballs literally having them sometimes busting at the seam that's where that expression comes from <laughs> is from the humidity levels that are are you know measured from these baseballs now these california baseballs as they became known as were so swollen that they were next to impossible to hit they just didn't come have any speed coming off the bats yeah, they're they're basically waterlogged <laughs> For more or less, these are waterlogged balls. So what does that give rise to? Naturally, people are going to try to even the playing field, so they're going to cork their bats. Now, what's the problem with cork? Well, what takes on humidity better than baseballs? Only one thing. That's cork, my friend. So you're going to try to cork your bat, but guess what? That's going to swell up on you like that. Next thing you know, you're you're going to take a swing, and that thing's going to uh, that thing's going to protrude out to the level where it breaks. The umpire is going to clearly see that that there's a you know a, a corking going on a corking scenario <laughs> going on so people so people at, are gonna start chanting so soft so soft right. and they're not gonna be singing that song that you guys all right. like where they're like bitches love, love sosa, sosa. in this scenario the bitches don't love sosa <laughs> <laughs> the bitches are are quite critical of Sosa <laughs> at this juncture, so they um you know so naturally like you know you're gonna be the cork bats are out so people it became next to impossible to hit in these California atmosphere islands right and so. Next thing you know, people are trying to roi- – they're roiding up or they're corking their bat. But guess what? That just doesn't fly. You're going to get caught. So the only way to play in California is to kind of be like – you have to be so immaculate with your morals that you have to be kind of like an angel. And that's and that's that, how the California Angels became, <laughs> became, became a team. <laughs> I didn't know that. You have to be an angel to hit these California baseballs. Pal. That's the rosebud. That's a rosebud. It's a rosebud story. All right. Um, did you hear about the news? The current nope. events? I didn't. Did you hear what's going on in the news? Nope. So uh, you you know Trump, the president elect. He sure. he said that uh, he won the popular vote. Uh, like even though Hillary won it, and he was just like, yeah, because there's bad like dead people and illegals. Like voting for Hillary. This was his claim. This was his claim, and I'll tell you what, bud, I agree with him. Wait, <laughs> I agree with the fellow. Agree with this guy. Yeah. Hey, we all know that there's a lot of zombies in this country, and I, I wouldn't put it past these guys to team up with some Mexicans and try to put on a scheme like this, a scam like this. I, these guys, they will they walk slowly, but they fucking don't think they don't think slowly. No, absolutely not. There's, these guys are fucking your grade A con artists. Yeah. 
Just because they are look all morbid and decrepit doesn't yeah. mean they're fucking not trying to take your right. wallet when you're not looking. Yeah. <laughs> or elect a, uh, a woman president when you're not looking. <laughs> I mean, just because they have a taste for flash, you, you're, you're presuming that they're, go- they're going to collude with um, Mexicans? You know, well, because, I mean, that makes sense to me because the last thing these zombies want as kind of slow-moving, almost a bit feeble, you know, and from a physical base, they don't want walls being put up. And, of course, Mexicans oh, naturally no. don't want walls. I mean, these, how these zombies, I mean, the, what's the natural they, enemy yeah, to the... Zombies can't climb. Right. If you're a reanimated corpse, your natural enemy is going to be walls and trees <laughs> and <laughs> and fences. <laughs> uh, hey, that 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 the fences they can kind of climb over. Yeah. They can kind of get their claws in them, but they don't really get all the way over most of the time. I mean, it takes them a while if they do. But <laughs> but the problem with fences is what's the most people's deterrent to a fence? Oh, it's going to slice you all up, especially if it's barbed wire. That is. Not a concern for a zombie. Oh, no, they could care less about right. the barbed I mean, Or if they get laceration, it's just going to make them look more intimidating. <laughs> exactly. It's, and it's like, and it's like a, uh, it's like a medal. It's like a badge of honor. Right. He's <laughs> among, among their, among, want, yeah. among their, their, their uh, contemporaries. Yeah. If you want to fly through the ranks of zombie, zombie dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to, yeah. You know, getting sliced up by a fence, no problem. But if you put, you know, these brick-and-mortar walls, there's nowhere for them to dig their, you know, long, well-grown fingernails. <laughs> then, I mean, then they're going to be at a loss. But uh, going off the, you know, the whole Trump theme and going off, you know, the this pocket of Americans who don't want anything to do with Trump, which, you know, zombies are very much a part of. There, there's this kind of this buzzword slogan that these that that this subsect has adopted, and that's the whole "not my president." Now, first, when I first who says that the commies, the commies are right. really they're really you know perpetuating this. When not- are we going to put out some propaganda to scare these commies? <laughs> we need to get some fresh propaganda to you know get these guys in has line. Has Trump appointed his uh, secretary of propaganda yet? <laughs> Serious question. <laughs> I don't know if he has, but, I mean... He's dragging his feet on it. <laughs> yeah, he's certainly dragging his feet on it. Not unlike the zombies. <laughs> Trump, hey, Trump doesn't like the zombies, no. but he learned, he, he, he's he, learned he, a thing or he's two. He's learned a thing or two. And you don't become president-elect by not, you know, picking Learn, up everything Learning from the living undead. Yeah. <laughs> so... This whole not my president, you know, when I first heard this, like much like you just assumed, I thought this was, you know, your typical commie fair bullshit. Gobbly goo. Gobbly goop. But. <laughs> Gobbly goop. The more I, the more uh, I, you know, I heard this, this phrase uttered, you know, of course there's going to be that sect of people who are just like in denial, weak minded Americans. Feeble minded. Feeble minded. Who are, hey man, like. Uh, it's like I'm in denial. Oh, Trump won, but that can't be true. He's not my president. But the more I heard people saying this, you know, I started to begin to wonder, is there, uh, you know, within this subsect of people and even, you know, deeper subsect that is kind a of double sect, a kind of cocky, like, you know, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, guess what? This guy, uh, not my president. <laughs> not on my watch, like, pal. They're kind of willing. <laughs> They're kind of willing whatever they want into existence just by the power of suggestion. So, you know, it's almost like a cocky move. Like, oh, oh, yeah, I don't like that policy. So, <laughs> <laughs> not my president. 
I'm not, I'm not putting up with that. Not, not my president. <laughs> oh, not my president. <laughs> The thing is, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I kind of started this this like cocky ish like I run it movement when I in when I picked my president when I was three years old. This is kind of your signature. And when I say to Jim Carrey, aka Carl, <laughs> the yes man president, <laughs> when I say not my president, he listens. I say, oh, he, he, he's like I'm like he's like oh I'm thinking about uh you know uh, putting uh, get rid of the get, get rid of the bowling alley in the White House and I said oh, oh. not not my president's doing that he fell into line you, quick <laughs> yeah he fell into I said I said put, I said hey hey Jim uh, I mean Carl you might you think you can put another one in or two yeah. more in after that and he was like yeah and he said yes actually yes he said yes, yes man formal yeah. he's formal <laughs> he doesn't speak in idioms. He's no idiot. He doesn't. He doesn't speak idiot. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's more. I mean yeah, All right. we've covered that. That's the show. What are your closing remarks? My closing remarks are what they always are. I just want to thank God that He made me so sweet. Sweet like sweet like uh, fucking vinegar. Ooh, that's what I always say. Um, I want to. Uh, I just want to talk about my closing remarks. I just want to talk about no show jobs really quick. Of course. No show jobs. I didn't specify in previous episodes. So no show. I, I alluded to the guys hanging out, strong arming people, protecting the no show job gigs. I didn't specify. Those guys are actually called. Those are called no work jobs. Okay. Oh, they're managing the no show jobs, making sure everything's on the up and up, but they still have to be on site. It's But they don't have to do any work. All they have to do is eat Italian ice and drink Sambuca <laughs> and play and play fucking wild eights with their buddies. Okay? These guys are munching Italian ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're not using the they're using the spoons that come with it, like the wooden style, like the hoodsy cup style spoons, <laughs> not big spoons. Like they they're savoring the taste. Right, right. right. And they and they <laughs> and they all eat lemon or lime. That's it. All right. That's uh, those are my closing remarks. Hey, fair enough. Great show.